0: Welcome to the Hacking Happy Podcast, a podcast designed to arm you with the tools and experiments that enable you to define happiness on your terms and inject more of it into each day. I'm your host, Penny Lacasso. I'm the world's first happiness hacker, and I have a bold mission, a mission to teach 10 million humans how to realize happiness on their terms by 2025. So if you're ready to ignite your self-belief and eject more of what makes you feel good into each day, let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Hacking Happy Podcast. I'm so excited to be here and I'm so excited to share today's particular podcast because it was a bit of a flow moment for me. It was something that kind of just... Came out of those moments of magic so let me explain let me explain where I'm going this podcast is a collision of three stories where those three stories created one of those magical creative moments in my mind where ideas flow and you go oh my god the dots connect this makes sense (laughs) so I'm hoping it makes sense to you because it sure made sense to me so let me walk you through kind of the, the three dots that connected to inspire this week's podcast. So the first one, and I've spoken about it a lot, and uh, that's because obviously it means something to me, but I did my yoga teacher training, and whilst I was doing it, I connected with three other women during the program. Look, all everyone that was on the program was amazing, and I've made so many friends out of it, but there was... A small group of three other women and myself who really hit it off. And so these were what I call my YTT girlfriends. And during the program, we got talking a lot. Three of us were mums and one was a school teacher. And we were talking a lot about the investment that we had made in ourselves in undertaking the training. And it was really interesting to hear the stories of the other women because, um, especially for the two others that had children. And had spent many years invested in their kids uh, as stay at home mums. You know, this investment in yoga teacher training was massive. It was the biggest investment most of us had made in a passion and in ourselves in a really long time. And I thought this was interesting because it just showed that each and every one of us who were part of this experience had made a clear decision to say, hell yes a huge hell yes to us by making the investment. So that was kind of the first story. Now, the second story was a few weeks later and I was sitting, ironically, again, in a yoga class with one of my favourite teachers, Mimi, and she shares how she's been thinking a lot about all the things that she's kept putting off because of COVID and the lockdowns. And she shared some words of inspiration from her observations of herself during this time. And she said, I realised just this week that it's time to acknowledge the fact that we cannot let uncertainty stop us. She said, don't, don't let uncertainty stop you. Now, these two moments, the one in my class and the one with my yoga teacher training friends, connected for me because they reminded me of a comment, oh, gosh, probably a month or so earlier than both of these stories occurring. And it was made by an amazing woman I met who had gone through some pretty heavy health issues to the point where she didn't know at one point whether she'd still be here. And she said in the conversation that we were in that if her experience had taught her anything, it's to make sure that if her response to an opportunity is not a hell yes, then damn, it's a fuck no. There's no in between. And I just thought... (laughs) So interesting. Now you're probably thinking, how the hell do these three stories interrelate? Ah, oh, the inner workings of my brain, the neural dots connecting between these three stories made me wonder. How many times have I actually said hell yes to life in the last 12 months? It made me wonder, what have I actually said hell yes to? And if I look into that list of the things that I've said hell yes to, what does that tell me about me at this point in time? And then I took it a step further and, look, you can see how my my brain works and we're all different, but this is how my brain processes ideas because I was like, okay, if I look at what I've said hell yes to, if I look at what that tells me about where I'm at now, what if I then went and created a hell yes checklist a checklist that I could actually use to determine how I assessed opportunities when they presented, the decisions that I made. I thought, this is going to be an interesting little experiment. And, you know, again, if you're new to this podcast, if there's one thing you will learn about me, I am a huge fan of imperfect experimentation, trying new things within the service of growing myself, of enabling others to grow. And trying to, I suppose, build my mental wealth, enable others to do the same, and also just see, see where it takes me. So I encourage you, if you haven't listened before, to take, I suppose, take take that with you in terms of this idea of imperfect experimentation. I've done a number of podcasts on it. You may want to go back and check the archives. But that's kind of how I arrived with this little idea of playing with Hell Yes. So with that process and my brain worming away, the first thing I did was write this list of all the things that I could remember, and it didn't have to be everything, but just the things that came to mind that I had said a massive hell yes to in the last 12 months. Some of them surprised me. So I'd said hell yes to living on 25 acres next to the state forest for six months during Melbourne lockdowns, looking after a friend's farm and animals. I'd said hell yes to publishing a book Six months into COVID, in the middle of a Melbourne lockdown. I'd said hell yes to horse riding for the first time in 25 years. I'd said hell yes to writing my first article for Harvard Business Review. Hell yes to setting up my living room as a mini live stream production facility with not a lot of tech expertise in this space, I can tell you. I've said hell yes to a hell of a lot of dining room table tennis with my Beautiful 10 year old son. I've said hell yes to taking my family completely randomly camping on Fraser Island with the dingoes up in the far north of Australia. I've said hell yes to overnight hiking with my man on multiple occasions through the forest in the middle of nowhere with 15 kilos on my back walking for up to 40 kilometres in a weekend. I've said hell yes to podcasting with passion. I cannot tell you how much joy this podcast gives me and equally how much joy the feedback that you send through gives me when something resonates. I said hell yes to a road trip from Melbourne to Queensland for the first time since I was eight years old. Hell yes to my yoga teacher training, something that was a lifelong dream, to backyard campfires and a massive hell yes to more random acts of kindness like picking up strangers at 9pm sitting crying in a train station car park. Now, this obviously brought me to the second question that I had in this process, which was, what do these things tell me? Now, your list, when we get to it, might be fundamentally different. And that's fine, right? I am in the space of doing this work. It is part of my job, you know, it's my passion. So my list is likely to be different from yours. Hey, I thought I might just press pause briefly and ask you a question. Are you a leader with a deep-seated passion for developing adaptable people who thrive both in and out of work? But do you have a team that is busy, burnt out, and overwhelmed by uncertainty? If the answer is a massive hell to the yes, why not bring a little Hacking Happy into your workplace? Check out my new range of keynotes and programs that can help you amplify the potential and, most importantly, the happiness of your people. Go to hackinghappy.co to find out more. And now, back to the podcast. But what this list tells me is that it tells me what I prioritize in my life, and it also tells me whether what I'm prioritizing is in alignment with the life I want to live. And I guarantee you your list will pretty much tell you something similar. It will show you what you're prioritising in your life and whether it is in alignment with who you want to be and how you want to show up. And that's why this is so insightful as an exercise. Now, the other thing that this list has shown me is that it has also drawn out the hidden gift of COVID life. My old travel schedule would never have allowed me to commit to eight weeks of yoga teacher training consecutively or move my family to a farm or have two days to drive up to Queensland. They tell me that that point I just made is actually an excuse because I always had the time. COVID slowing me down showed me the point of making the time and I wonder what it might show you. Which brings me to the third point in this process that we're working through, the point of creating a hell yes checklist that I can use to inform the decisions I make and how I assess opportunities. So after my brain worked me through connecting the stories of how our hell yes decisions shape our lives, I thought what would happen if I created this list, and that's exactly what I did. I sat down one Friday afternoon, again staring out my bedroom window, which I do quite often daydreaming because I'm a big fan of daydreaming, Where some of the best ideas come from. And I thought, where will I find the answers to what should go on this Hell Yes list, this checklist that I want? Now, I recently revamped my vision for where I want to directionally take my life and my work over the next few years. And I thought that might be a good place to take a look and see whether there was anything in there that helped me design my Hell Yes checklist. And when I pulled it out, there staring back at me was the list. Here's what I pulled out of my vision to actually create my hell yes checklist. So when an opportunity presents itself, when I'm making a decision, these are the questions I ask myself. And I share them because I'm going to hopefully not only inspire but also encourage you to play with this process for yourself. So when an opportunity lands on my desk, does it empower people to navigate uncertainty with intention? Does it move us a step closer to a systemic shift in how we approach and enable the building of mental wealth? Not only here in Australia, but equally in the rest of the world. Will this opportunity influence the visibility of the work that I do? to governments, media, corporations, and educators. Not because I want to be visible for the sake of being visible, because that visibility will help me reach more people and positively impact more lives. Does the opportunity elevate my practice or teaching of yoga? Will the collaboration partners energize and challenge me to be the best version of me? Does this opportunity enable healthier, happier, and kinder living? Will this make a meaningful difference in the world in some small way? That is what my hell yes checklist now looks like. Now, here's the thing. Not every opportunity needs to tick every single box. My kind of rule of thumb is it's got to tick the majority of boxes. Not everything's going to include yoga. Not everything is going to include a collaboration partner. So, you know, you kind of it's a guide it's we're using it as a compass yeah like a navigation tool to help us make better decisions that are in alignment with the person that we want to be in this world i cannot tell you how good it felt to write this checklist to print it out and stick it on my desk every day as i work now i use it as a reminder a reminder of what matters to me a reminder to keep myself in check around how I want to show up. It's not perfect because, yes, the reality is there are some shit things that we will have to do that we would rather not do. I mean, there's a lot of admin stuff associated with running a business that I don't love doing. i still got to do that. That doesn't go through this checklist, yeah? This checklist, as I said, is a compass. It's a helpful way of keeping yourself in check and making sure you are making progress towards more of the stuff on your hell yes checklist each day. So now it's over to you. What could be possible and how would you feel if you had your very own hell yes checklist to guide the decisions you made in each day? If that sounds like a plan, let me walk you through the simple steps to make this happen. First and foremost, like me, write down what you can recall that you've said hell yes to in the last 12 months. It doesn't have to be everything. If you can't remember stuff, don't worry about it. Just write down what comes to mind. Now, here's the thing. My list is long. Your list may not be long. There might not be many things that you have said hell yes to because like my yoga teacher, Mimi, maybe you've been sitting there saying, oh, I don't want to say hell yes because of the uncertainty. It doesn't matter, right? Just write down whatever you've got. The next step will be helpful regardless in what's on your hell yes list. Because once you've written down what you said hell yes to in the last 12 months, now I want you to read over that list and ask yourself, what does it tell me? Now, if there's not much on that list, that tells you something. There's a clear opportunity. And if there is a lot, then look like me at what it's telling you. Where's the opportunity for growth? And then step number three is as simple as using the insights that you gleaned from reviewing your list to write your hell yes checklist. Now, if you have got a vision that you have created, like myself in the last, I don't know, six months, I would use that as a basis to develop your hell yes checklist because there should be clear things in there that you can turn into questions to assess opportunities. Now, if you don't have a vision for the next three or so years, Totally fine. You don't have to have one. You can go back to previous podcasts that I did, which was called WTF Now, What the Fuck Now? It's episode number 26. And there's a visualization exercise in that that you may find helpful in actually getting a bit of a vision around what might inform what you put on this checklist. Otherwise, just freestyle it. Think about what are the questions that you want to use to determine what you will say hell yes to in the future or why it'll be a fuck no. It's a really straightforward process. So I'm going to leave you with that and also invite you as always, if you go through this process, I'd love for you to hit me up, send me a DM via Instagram or email me hello at hackinghappy.co and tell me how it went. I would love to hear any insights that came out of this process for you because I found it extremely powerful and also... Extremely motivating. I thought I'd close with a little quote by Stoic philosopher William Irvine. You may want to look him up. He's quite impressive. And he said, you have one life and it's happening now. The Hell Yes Checklist is a great way to get started on the now that William Irvine is talking about. Until next week, my beautiful humans, stay safe and know that happiness looks good on you. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of the Hacking Happy Podcast. If there was something that ignited a flame or sparked a thought within you from this conversation, please take a screenshot and share it on your preferred social media platform. Feel free to tag me in, Hacking Happy Co. or Penny LaCasso. Reviews are so important to reaching my goal of making $10 beautiful humans just like yourself happier so if you enjoyed your listen please take a moment leave a review and a rating on your preferred podcast listening platform until the next episode remember happiness looks good on you bye for now